1935, Cole Porter embarked on a world cruise on the Cunard Line's Franconia. Coming from privilege himself, and being the toast of Broadway, he moved freely with the European royalty and Manhattan socialites on board. On their way to the Pacific, the ship made a stop at the Lesser Sunda Islands, to the west of New Guinea, in present-day Indonesia. The presentation of a native dance one morning provided the inspiration he'd been searching for. Back on board, Porter thumbed through his notebook for a title he'd been carrying for 10 years, Begin the Begin. The Begin was a dance Porter had seen performed in a nightclub on the left bank during his days in Paris in the 20s. Begin the Begin was first heard on Broadway in June of 1935, but it didn't really make an impression until a struggling Artie Shaw recorded it in 1938. It launched his career, staying at number one for six weeks and became a virtual anthem for the entire swing era. Most pop tunes have a verse, a bridge and a chorus repeated over a standard 32 bars. Begin is 108 bars long and is said to be the longest successful pop melody ever written. Porter himself admitted he'd often lose his way when playing the song and had to resort to sheet music as a guide. In 1939, Chick Henderson became the only British singer of the 30s to sell more than a million copies of a song. The following year, he quit his singing career to join the Merchant Navy, but was tragically killed by bomb shrapnel before the end of the war. He was only 31 years old. Fred Astaire and Eleanor Powell used Porter's tune for one of the greatest dance sequences ever filmed in Broadway Melody of 1940. Like that other giant of American song, Irving Berlin, Cole Porter wrote the music and the words to his songs. Porter's lyrics retained the original tropical setting, but the story of lost love is, of course, universal. So don't let them begin. Let them begin. In 1956, jazz promoter and manager Norman Granz founded his famous Verve label. His first release was the Cole Porter songbook, sung by Ella Fitzgerald. Let it sleep like the dead desire I only remember When they begin the beginning Also in the 50s, Les Elgart's strict tempos and clear, bright recordings made him America's college prom favourite.
1981 begin the Begin enabled Julio Iglesias to cross over to the English-speaking market with his first UK number one hit. When they begin, they begin. That recording, however, was based on Johnny Mathis' disco version from 1979. It was arranged by Gene Page, who'd worked with Barry White's Love Unlimited Orchestra. The extended disco mix placed the song firmly back on the dance floor, while Mathis' yearning vocals sailed above the high-energy percussion. What Porter would have made of this disco extravaganza, we'll never know. He died a full ten years before the disco era even began. But I think he would have been quite at home in Studio 54, as he was on board the Franconia. I can see him moving freely with the royalty and celebrities of the 70s, looking on approvingly at a teeming dance floor moving as one to his nearly 50-year-old song. I hear people curse the chance that will 